everyone. Welcome to Nature Within Us podcast. I'm Dr. Justina. And I'm Dr. Sophia. And we are virtual naturopathic doctors on a mission to inspire others to be their own healing power. Today, we wanted to share Dr. Sophia's health journey and how she has been impacted by the modalities in and outside of naturopathic medicine. So Dr. Sophia, I'm super curious to know, how did you learn or first hear about naturopathic medicine? To be completely honest, it was by Googling about it. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I knew about the modalities that are kind of like under the umbrella of naturopathy, right? Like homeopathy, mm-hmm. botanicals, even hydrotherapy. But I didn't know about the term naturopathy until I typed on Google homeopathic schools near me and National University of Health Sciences popped up. And it said, mm-hmm. you know, doctor of naturopathic medicine And then underneath, you know, in the small print was the word homeopathy. So I was intrigued. And, um, and I realized then that naturopathic medicine is the answer. It's actually something that I was looking for and it can help so many health issues in so many ways, just besides one modality. Wow. That's super cool. So you kind of weren't even like really looking for naturopathic medicine. It was just homeopathy was kind of what you knew and Wow, cool how that happens. I know, I know. Um, when you were when you were like doing your search, did you actually have any health concerns or were you kind of just like looking for like a career path? Like what was what was happening at that time? At the time, definitely a career path. Mm-hmm. I actually knew that I wanted to go into homeopathy because mm-hmm. I was helped so much with it. I um my first experience with any holistic medicine was when I was 14 and I had heartburn. And I went to a homeopath um, after my own struggles with modern medicine and they were wanting to just prescribe me a drug that they give 50 year old men. And I was like, no, like my my mom said, absolutely not. You're not going to take that. You're a very active athlete. Um, We don't want you to stroke out. We don't want you to get high blood pressure. We don't want you to get all of these side effects that could possibly happen. And so my mom was like, let's try a homeopath. Like I heard about this lady not too far away. Let's go to her. And So yeah, she helped me um, cure from my heartburn um, when I was a teenager. And then um, a few years later, I had eczema and I was helped again with homeopathy and stress management techniques because my eczema was triggered by emotional stressors. It wasn't Mm -hmm. by food and diet. It was actually by my mental and emotional states. So she was really helpful with that. Um, it took many years because it was a very chronic thing and it was suppressed when I was very young. So it was, that's been a really long healing journey, but I can now thankfully say that I am, I am over, over it. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And the chronic things usually take, take longer. Yeah. So yeah, it was about a six year journey um, Wow. after, after it got re-expressed. Um, mm-hmm. So, and then also have had help with, you know, depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um in the past, you know, definitely had anxiety in med school too, right? Yeah, um, yeah. That definitely triggers it. But um, I was helped actually greatly with um, homeopathy, Bach flower remedies, as well as hydrotherapy techniques. Um, mm-hmm. That was really great for, for that. Yeah, cool. And our first guest, actually, she'll be talking a lot about homeopathy and, and Bach flower remedies too. So we'll, we'll get into that as well. And uh Okay. So you were kind of looking for career path and, and you have these health concerns. Um, what made you actually like ultimately decide to follow this career path of, of naturopathy? You know, there were 
I've had so many, so many career changes, actually. I should just <laughs> start with that. Um, I had first off when I went into college, I thought I was going to be a teacher. Then even in high school, I wanted to be an architect. We talked about that last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, after I realized, you know, first semester of college, there's no way I can be a teacher. Um, then I was <laughs> like, well, maybe I'll go into like massage therapy or something like that. But um, after a current injury from playing college soccer, I was in and out of physical therapy appointments weekly, you know, and, and for a while after that experience, I was actually really inspired to go into physical therapy because Mm -hmm. I saw so many people's lives improved. Um, and I could just sense the incredible reward that you get from helping other people get better. But, um, because I was visiting the physical therapist, like two times a week for about a year and a half, um, the way the PT office was set up, it was very open, you know, so you could hear everyone's conversations, you could see their activities. And I realized when the PT would ask, you know, how are you doing today? Many of their responses weren't even about the issues as to why they were going into their meeting. It was mental or emotional stressors going on in their lives. Mm, Yeah. And at that moment, I realized if I became a PT, I would be limited on what I can do for the entire person. Yeah. So, you know, and I look back at my own mental state at the time. It was horrible after my injury. Like yeah. so- soccer was my identity. I had hopes and plans to go play professionally. And just like that, it's gone. And, you know, my PTs did everything that they could to help me physically. Right. But I actually ended up stopped going because I wasn't getting any improvements after, after that year and a half. And I went actually back to my homeopath to help with, you know, depression and anxiety and a lot of unresolved scars that I had from my childhood. And and those were able to be addressed with homeopathy to Mm -hmm. help me grow and change my attitude and perspective towards healing because that's what I needed. I mean, after a year and a half of going through nonstop appointments and really seeing a lot of improvement, it gets your hopes really down. Well, I'm glad that you were able to go back to to homeopathy and then and then see changes again. So I know that you are a virtual doctor, just as I have set up my uh, practice. So I wanted to I wanted to ask you why you have chosen a virtual practice space rather than an actual like brick and mortar clinic. When I started my clinical rotations in med school, it was really in like the heat of COVID. So we were doing a lot of telemedicine already. And Mm -hmm. I realized very quickly that I can reach many more people back home here in Iowa um, and even just through, you know, the Midwest or or the US and, and sharing the incredible modalities that we have and educating clients on the foundations of health, right? Because that's that's the biggest part that we see healing. If we don't address those, we won't we won't see any healing, right? Because yeah, that's just right. You into a disease, and we talk about that first episode. You know, eventually, I would love to have a physical practice, but I actually see it being more of a retreat style. So having individuals go to a retreat location, you know, having all the determinants of their health covered, their diet their exercise, their hydration, you know, working on mental, emotional work, physical work, um, and having really a, a board or a staff of, you know, acupuncturists, chiros, nutritionists, mm-hmm. right? So like all areas of their life can be touched on for what they need. Um, and just to make it a full like 
lifestyle transforming event. Um, that's what I kind of see more as like a physical practice being. And, and I know it's actually starting to become a trend, you know, where people are starting to make their vacations around health retreats. Yeah. It's definitely becoming more trendy. Um, but that idea is is super cool because it's not, it's more than just like a spa. It is a retreat, but it's also, um, it's also, it would be like a group of doctors actually giving those recommendations. And um, that's, that's powerful too. So that's such an awesome idea. I'm excited for that to happen in the future and uh, hopefully be a part of it also. <laughs> yes, I definitely want you to this, be. This is me asking to be a part of it. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. <laughs> so kind of just um, after having heard a little bit about kind of your story and um, some of the health concerns you were going through and how you got into naturopathic medicine, usually that does happen how um, – usually naturopathic doctors or just any health professionals, like they'll go into that kind of practice, that kind of um, field because they had things going on themselves. And Mm -hmm. that's definitely true for you. Mm -hmm. Um, But then once you kind of graduate and and you get through the program, you kind of have to like define what kind of health is and how you're going to address that with patients. So at this stage, like what is, what does health, what does health mean to you, essentially? That's such a great question. (laughs) Again, that could be a podcast in and of itself. Yeah. Um, To me, health or ideal health is your body's ability to adapt to stressors without becoming suppressed. So Mm -hmm. ideally, we should be able to be naturally resistant to triggers without leading to serious signs or serious symptoms or chronic things, right? We should be able to adapt. And, and if you have signs and symptoms, it means you're deficient in some health foundation. And, and that's where we come in, right? Like to help mm-hmm. people recognize what foundation of their health is not being addressed and then work on that first before placing band-aids or, you know, drugs or herbs on it. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really like that to kind of catch things. It's, it's essentially preventative medicine, right? Right. Yeah, um, exactly. And then I, I think it's also very interesting to know because health can be so broad. Um, what about health is, what, what do you feel the most passionate about health? I'd have to say, I mean, we, to survive, we have to be healthy in some capacity, right? I mean, and, and I think that's what keeps me going. And that's my why is because health is necessary to enjoy life. And I want people to live life to their fullest potential. And it's all about helping people fulfill their purpose in life. And if we can play a small part on that, that's really rewarding. Yeah. And in my culture too, I mean, maybe, I don't know if it's like everyone, but I know, especially in my family, like my mom and my grandma would say, like, if you don't have health, you, you don't have anything really, because if you're not healthy, like there, there's all these limitations that then are placed on your life, you know, whether it be physical or it be mental or emotional or, you know, if you're, if you're not healthy, it's, it's very difficult to, to enjoy life to the fullest capacity mm-hmm. and, and health is broad. So health could mean so many different things. So, yeah, yeah. that's why that's a hard question to mm-hmm. answer because, because yeah, there's some people that are born, you know, with health complications, like they yeah. are just, constitutionally weak Mm -hmm. and and those are 
obviously we can definitely help with homeopathy with frequency medicine when it comes to that. And sometimes they need higher force interventions. Um, and, and that's where, you know, we, we want and appreciate medical doctors that can perform those things. So yeah, health is definitely a spectrum, but you know, someone's 100% is sometimes someone's 60%, right? And yeah. so, yeah, we have to be, we have to be fluid and we have to really look at every single client, like a clean sheet of paper, right? Mm-hmm. Not, not everyone has the same story. Not everyone has the same background history. And so, you know, that's where we really take the time to, to learn those stories. Yeah. And, and I would say even like those people who are born with like certain health complications, life could be a little bit more challenging and there's also help there that can be, you know, that can happen because that could cause anxiety or, you Mm -hmm. know, like negative emotions. So I think especially like, yeah, those, those frequency modalities like homeopathy and other things like flower essences as well. Um, could definitely help with some of those emotions because because those again play a huge huge role in our well being. So yeah, um, absolutely. All right, let's bring it back to you. Where would you say you're currently at in your healing journey? Oh my, I'm continually learning new things about myself. Either every day or at least every week. I feel like I know this. <laughs> I feel um, that way too. Yeah. I I think that I need to work on my emotional side. Um the most I I can get frustrated in my head very easily and that can affect relationships, it can affect my stress levels, um my concentration, my skin, digestion, I mean honestly everything. It's yeah. um it affects a lot of areas. So um I personally I wasn't able to express a lot of my emotions as a kid and I boxed them up for so many years. So I feel like the last 13 or so years, I've truly been detoxing (laughs) from my childhood. So I think that's kind of where I'm currently at in my healing journey. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it takes a long time, but there's, there's some difficult things that, that can happen and and then those take a while for sure. Yeah. Um, What would you say were some of the biggest lessons you've learned from your healing journey so far? that it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to not be perfect. Um, and once you truly accept that you will feel free. You know, I think we can say like, Oh, you know, it's, it's, I I didn't do too well on that exam, like darn or whatever, but, (laughs) but, but no, once you actually accept like, no, it's okay. Like I'm going to get the Mm -hmm. next one, you know, just having a different perspective. Um, then yeah, it's, it's not going to create that anxiety for you. Yeah, kind of like having compassion for yourself. Yes. Um and being like soft and gentle and kind to yourself because if you're able to do that for yourself, then you're able to share that with others and it definitely starts starts with us, definitely. I really yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, you got to give yourself some grace. That for sure. That that favor, you know. You, yeah. You know, God gives it to you, so accept it yeah yeah that's that's actually some good advice do you have anything else that you would advise to someone who's just starting their healing journey um or maybe he's going through like a very difficult patch at the moment it's okay to focus on yourself like I think many people um are people pleasers and Mm -hmm. I definitely have had a history of that and uh but I've learned in my own healing experience that you have to give yourself attention. 
you know, sometimes you have to say no to certain things and say yes to others because it's what's best for you in the moment, you know, but like I mentioned before, you know, give yourself grace in those decisions. And, um, and God says in Matthew chapter six, that he takes care of the birds for he will take care of you too. And, and that verse saved me many times when I felt so overwhelmed in my life for when I felt like I couldn't maybe control what was happening during my healing release and, you know, what was happening in my body and why I was experiencing these changes. Mm -hmm. And, and I honestly think, you know, spiritual practice isn't emphasized enough. Um, I remember we had a professor in med school that said, you know, doctors can help you get to 80%, but that last 20 to get to 100% is going to be your own spiritual journey. And Mm -hmm. I really think that that's very true. And yeah. And if you feel lost, if you feel hopeless, if you, you know, feel confused on your purpose, like those are all normal responses to being a human. Um, Don't get down on yourself. We've all been there. And, you know, I, I find source through the Bible that's helped me to help heal and overcome and others may have different routes and that's totally fine. Um, I believe that the Holy Spirit is one of the most strongest forces that we have and it's the most divine and pure energy and it resides in every living thing. That's just what I believe. And, you know, some people believe that the resonance or the frequency that comes from natural items like, you know, botanicals or herbs actually stems from the voice of God when he spoke them into existence. and. And, you know, God also spoke man into life and here we are, you know, we're, <laughs> we're here and, and also able to be influenced by sound and voices and the words that people say. So I'd, I'd have to say my last bit of advice is it's super important to surround yourself with people who are speaking words of healing and power into your life. And don't waste your time around people who don't nourish you. Wow. Yeah. Um, you can't see me, but I have a huge smile on my face because that's, <laughs> that's super powerful. Wow. Um, you mentioned a lot about resonance and frequency here and um, sound and voice, and that's all super healing. And I know something special about you is that you recently did like a sound healing course, I believe, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. A sound healing certification. So mm-hmm. there's many ways in doing it. You know, there's sound bowls, there's Tibetan bowls, there's um, tuning forks. Tuning forks is one of my favorites, especially the um, self-wiggle tone frequencies. Yeah. Um, those are some of the most healing ones and it's like a wider spectrum of frequencies. So so yeah, creating different audios for people with whatever concerns they have, um, you know, anything from viral infections to um, people who have digestive issues, people who have anxiety, you know, and listening to those tones can, you know, just for a short amount of time, it only takes, you know, a minute or two of your day, you know, to listen yeah. to these audios just to create um, some sort of peace or balance. Yeah, yeah, we definitely forget that there's so much out there that could be healing and there's just so many ways that you can heal and and sound is super powerful like like why why are we drawn like why are so many people drawn to music why why does essentially everyone love music because i mean we choose our genre but it it is healing so why can't a sound bowl do the same thing and and it does it definitely does mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. That's that's awesome. <laughs> that's definitely something else that I would incorporate too in like one of those retreats or like morning sound bowls, right? And just to kind of yeah. like set the tone for the day or like at night to help you be able to fall asleep at night. So yeah, that's just another way to kind of bring in another holistic modality into, into a retreat style lifestyle yeah. transformation. 
Yeah. And I've actually noticed a difference with my patients. Um, I'm currently still studying to become an acupuncturist. So when I needle patients, and sometimes I do my family members, and I noticed on specific family members that like, if there's a lot of noise, like in the house or whatever, it's like harder to relax. And then when it's like more quiet, it's like a little bit easier to relax. And then when it's quiet, and then I have like a solfego tone on or like some sort of other meditative music on, like they knock out like wow. they're just yeah. like they're just in like this deep like calmness and peace and 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 that's healing too so there's definitely a lot of benefit to that i'm glad yes. that we got to chat about that a little bit and then hopefully we can like do even like a further episode about about sound oh yes yeah i love that <laughs> yeah cuz cuz like each one has a specific reason as to be played right mm. it has specific areas of the body that it can target and i'd even love to make like a little course about it too i think that'd be kind of fun yeah that'd be great i think there'd be a lot of interest in that all right sophia thank you so much for sharing um this will conclude our episode for today and definitely tune into the next one where we welcome our very first guest, Dr. Melissa. She's a, also a naturopathic doctor and she specializes in homeopathy, clinical nutrition, and lifestyle medicine. Thanks everyone. We'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.